Hello, this is FPL Mane, and today I am joined by... Uh, this is DFS Fish, you could also call me Nick, and we're going to be previewing tomorrow's EPL slate on fi- uh, May 9th. Uh, it's a four-game slate, and um, I guess I'll jump right into what I'm thinking. Uh, so there's four games. There's Leicester Arsenal, uh, Chelsea Huddersfield, Manchester City Brighton, and Tottenham Newcastle. Uh, today we saw that Southampton ended up beating uh, Swansea, which is crucial for Huddersfield. Huddersfield is actually right now on the the brink of going down, and they play Arsenal, I believe, the last game of the season, if I'm not mistaken. So um, that game is one game I'm going to be highlighting because I think I may be avoiding Chelsea a little bit. I think Huddersfield is going to be coming out very defensive tomorrow and will be – definitely a team that they're going to try to hold Chelsea off the score sheet. If, they, if Chelsea ends up scoring, it could be a different game, but I'm, I'm, that's a dang game I, I may end up fading a bit. Um, so Leicester Arsenal, I think uh, some Arsenal tomorrow, depending on how Leicester comes out, uh, like how we said on the um, podcast on Sunday. Um we're going to have to see how lineups shape out. If Ozil's there, I think his price is just too good to pass up on. Uh, Man City, Brighton, we saw that um, ta- Gabriel Jesus is only a 1,000 less than Kerry Kane, so it's going to be tough to combine them both, but he's definitely going to be in play tomorrow along with the top three. And Tottenham, you know, obviously Harry Kane, Erickson, and um, Son are going to be in play tomorrow for sure, with Son being at, um, at Wembley tomorrow. What are your thoughts on this, Yeah. Yeah, uh, actually, Ozil, um, I think, is basically done for the season. But, yeah, at, at that price, he would have been a nice play for sure. Um, for In terms of Chelsea-Huddersfield, I'm still pretty high on Chelsea, given what's at stake in their recent form. I think they're playing excellent right now. Yes, Huddersfield, um, they're fighting. I think it's going to be a good, good match, but I'm still going to have solid Chelsea exposure. And that's going to be through the likes of uh, Eden Hazard and Willian. And um, hopefully Giroud starts up front. If uh, there's, I mean, you know how Chelsea goes. I mean, there's multiple ways. Like we saw last week, or not last weekend. Or yeah, it was last weekend where Chelsea, um, they lined up Baka, Yoko, and Kante and Fabregas in an advanced role. But I don't think they're going to do that. I think what's going to happen is I think Willian is going to come in. Willian's going to come in and Hazard on the wings with Giroud Omarata up front, which would leave Conte and Bakayoko still in the midfield, um, leaving Fabregas out. But I'm not sure how they line up, but that'll be my prediction. But if Pedro starts, that means uh, unless Hazard were to start and like the false nine again, then that would probably mean William will be dropped. But Pedro would be a nice play if he started. But um, yeah, I think William is going to be very heavy. If he starts, he's going to be a heavy favorite in cash, um, heavy favorite in the wonder strike. If I had, I mean, it depends on who. I mean, there's always value that opens up elsewhere. But let's say everything goes as goes as planned, and William starts. I mean, you could be looking at 35 to 38 percent in the wonder strike, which is pretty significant. And I think Hazard, given his price and given the lack of options up top, to where you almost. I mean, we could talk about this in a second. Um, one of my um, subs, JJ Roll, mentioned to me about how he wants me and you to talk about um, Jesus and Kane up front and how we should approach that, whether we do play one or play both, which is, I mean, it brings up a very good point because I think that's going to dictate 
your lineup, whether you play Kane and Jesus or one or both or whatever. So um, fitting in Hazard is going to be tough, which I think is going to move his ownership to the low 20s. Um, I mean, they could be completely wrong given lineup news could come out and there could be value and Hazard skyrockets higher. But right now it's probably looking around low 20s and he has the potential to slap a 50-pointer um, with 20 points off peripherals and a goal on assist, which is set him right at 50. Um, Kevin De Bruyne, I'm just kind of going down the heavy hitters in the midfield. Kevin De Bruyne, um, not going to have much exposure with him. I think this Man City game, actually, I think it's going to be um, – I mean, I think Man City's going to win quite a couple goals, but I think they line up with um, Jesus up front, obviously. Um, maybe Bernardo Silva, he'd be a good value play if he starts out wide, along with um, Sané. Sterling started the last seven games, so I could see Sterling sit. But um, one of Sané or Sterling is going to start um, in the midfield. It's looking like uh, definitely Yaya Torre is going to get a start. Um, Pep's high on him this week. Um, kind of just giving thanks back to him for all he's done with the club. So I think he could be the script play in GPP. Um, if they get a PK, I could I could very well see them giving it to Yaya to get a goal um, on his last home game or whatever. Well, I think it might, might be his last home game. I don't know if they're home the last game or not, but I could see them giving it to him for sure. Free kicks possibly to Yaya too. So I think he could be a, um, a good value play at 6K for um, GPP for that script reason. Um, Gunawan's looking like he might start in the midfield. Another good value play. So, uh, what are your what are your thoughts on Man City? Yeah, yeah, I was actually looking at it too. I was like, and I know on right now on Fanduel, Yaya Torre is not expected to start, but I definitely think yeah. they're gonna they're gonna have to give him a start. It's you know this is his last home game. They're oh, he's he's starting tomorrow. He's starting. Yeah. there's no way he's not gonna. Start. Yeah, and so. it's a send off. You know they're gonna and definitely like you said, the script is gonna be there and. I think when, well, like how you said, one of your subscribers said, how are we going to handle that Jesus and Kane situation? Well, right here, Yaya Torre at 6K, if you like, you know, if you start building a lineup with Jesus and Kane and you get a 6K midfielder in there like that, you know, you, you go, Jesus, I'm building out, I'm filling it out right now. And then you go, Yaya. I mean, right now, if you just put in all of that, you have 6K average per player. And then like, you know, like, again, you have a player like Son who can get in on there. So I think Yaya Torre is going to be an excellent option tomorrow, considering his, his ceiling is going to be pretty high tomorrow. Um, yeah, I think, I think his ceiling is as high as you want it to be. Yeah, for a 6K player, his, he could easily hit like 5X value tomorrow. Like, you know, a goal, a few five, five passes, a few chances created easily. Like you said, if they get it a could penalty. It also be the old hack we know as of late where he goes out there and gets a solid 4.5 and crushes your lineups. So I think it's going to be – I think you're going to have to think long and hard if you're going to want to play him in cash. But the the, um, the opportunities that he presents in cash – I mean, you could play Jesus and Kane um, with having him, and you can still have some heavy hitters if you plug in Yaya. I think that that allows that, – that, well, that will make you think twice – playing Yaya in cash, which is something I'm not opposed to. However, there's also another great option in cash, um, I think, with uh, John Joe Shelby at 6.5K. Mm-hmm. His floor bottom is going to be solid. I'm thinking he's going to have at least 15 points tomorrow. Um, he, If you look at his game log against the top, op- top opposition, he tends to do very well because, obviously, he's going to be racking up peripherals in the midfield. So I think Yaya and I think um, John Joe Shelby are going to be the clear-cut 
value options as well as Eric Dyer's sick. So that means um, Musa Sissoko is probably going to hold in the midfield, which I don't see a ton of value in there. But for 5.5K, he doesn't need to do much to warrant um, value. And he could get a, maybe a couple shots on target, a couple tackles, and with solid 14, 15 points, which is what you're looking for with a player like that. Um, he can maybe even get an assist, a luck box assist, where you never, never know. So I think those are some decent value plays for sure. And, yeah, um, so, yeah, like we're saying with uh, playing Kane and Jesus, playing Kane and Jesus, yeah, you're going to have to find that value. And like me and you were talking about the last um, podcast, we were talking about how – um, we were like Kane. I was saying Kane's probably be around. I, I got it pretty close. Kane 12k, Jesus 11.5k. I was off by Kane 500. They still put him at 12.5, but um, we were right in that they priced Olivier Giroud and Morata a lot lower, and that is just to try and get people off of those heavy chalk. So I think, given how bad Chelsea needs to win. And given what's at stake, I think um, Giroud or Morata, if it's a one-man striker system, I think they might be – they're going to be heavy-owned, heavy, heavy obviously. But you could obviously, you could always go Kane and Giroud. Let's just say Giroud starts. Kane and Giroud, Jesus and Giroud, um, and Cash. And then you could have a little bit more of a bulky midfield. Or like um, we were talking about Kane and Jesus up top. And then you're going to have to find the value, that third mid value spot. Um, and then you can choose your midfield. I mean, you can play at Arsenal midfield, Shaka, Ramsey. I mean, they're all excellent. If Sane starts, Sane is good for, I mean, Sane, any Man City attackers, cash playable, as they've proven all season long. Um, Iwobi, if he starts in that midfield position, um, like he did, this, I mean, we saw how good he was. I mean, he wanted me and you a lot of money this past weekend. Um, he could be solid, a solid play. I mean, you look at Brighton Hope Albion's midfielders, Dale Stevens, um, proper. I mean, they're going to be good floor plays. I mean, there's a lot of good floor plays in the midfield. Um, obviously, Man City, Chelsea, Tottenham, Arsenal, the big four are going to be the ones you're going to be targeting. Um, William, like I said, is going to be pretty heavy owned. Um, I think a cheeky – this is just kind of – I'm kind of all over the place right now, but I think a cheeky – GPP move would be to actually play Marez and Jamie Vardy and try to get that goal and an assist because that game right there has the highest odds for like a multiple score game. But what I mean is um, has the highest odds for both teams to score in the single game um, out of this whole slate. So you, you put, and Jamie Vardy has an excellent track record against Arsenal. Um, if you look at Flash, I use a score, an app called Flash Score, and it shows the recent games they played. I mean, every single – the past two, three years, every single game um, Lester scored against Arsenal, it's Jamie Vardy. He's been involved. Um, so I think Jamie Vardy might get him a goal, which is going to warrant him a very good GPP play given his price tag. So you could always play someone like Harry Kane or, um, Gabriel, Jesus, or yeah, Gabriel Jesus pairing him with Vardy, you don't even have to play Mars. I mean, Mars hasn't been great as of late. But, I mean, you're just looking for that goal. He's not going to put up many points. If he gets that one goal, he's going to put up 22, and um, which, is, which is solid for his price because that means you could probably go from, like, if you had William and Hazard, you could probably go from William to Hazard um, or Son to someone like Erickson or Deli Alley or move Yaya to someone like – Jakar, you could you could just bolster up your team with that, but that, I mean that's definitely GBP only. But that's just my thoughts. Yes, for sure. I, I definitely 
I was just about to say, like, Jamie Vardy against Arsenal, you know, I was definitely thinking that's a great GPP play. I don't think he's going to be heavily owned. I really do think that, like, everyone's going to target Giroud. I believe he's 9K, right? Or is he yep. He's yeah, Giroud's 5K, Morata's 9K. Um, Morata is fit to play, so it'll be interesting mm-hmm. to see how they line. Um, yeah, I mean, like, you know, people are going to maybe target a little Arsenal after what they did after the weekend. I think a lot of people will, you know, go down and chase them. And, yes, Leicester is – Leicester have been bad. You know, there's nothing, there, there's nothing, you know, there's no hiding that. They've been a terrible team as of late. Um, Schmeich, I don't even, is Schmeichel still out? I'm going to check right Schmeichel, now. Yeah, I think Schmeichel's going to be out, which is going to be, I think Ben Hammer's a good play. If I mean, if you're looking at your lineup, I don't have much Arsenal um, in some of my lineups, and that means it's probably going to be Ben Hammer as my goalkeeper. Oh, yeah, so. most definitely. Most definitely. He's a good, he's a four and a half, you know, he's one of those cheaper goalies that you can pay down. Um, one player and, you know, this kind of goes with the same, you know, uh, strategy we went with uh, last week with Courtois was um, Jonas loosely. If, you know, if Huddersfield are able to hold down the fort a little bit and get some shots off, uh, you know, I think he had a great game against um, Man City. I don't know how how many points he had. It doesn't say because it's a little glitchy right now, but it seemed like he had around 20 points and he's going to he's going to face some shots. So I think in a GPP, I think loosely is a great play. Um, yeah, he had 19.25 yeah. against me. And, great play. And I think he's going to be a great play. Um, if you're going to – I mean, you know, what, what are your thoughts on goalkeepers this week? I mean, you know, do you pay up for maybe uh, – I don't think there is no paying up this week, given the texture of the slate. I will personally – but, I mean, if you, if you want to pay up, go for it. But I'll be going through Dubrov, Dubrovka, Lursel, and Ben Hamer. Those are going to be my three goalkeepers I'm going to be streaming. If I, for some reason, have – an extra 500, I'll be going with Courtois. Um, yeah, I'll be going with Courtois or Ederson. Just going for that clean sheet, but I will be streaming those three 4.5 goalkeepers all day long in the Wonder Strike, and they're going to be pretty um, highly owned, I think. So. Yeah, I, I, I don't see how people would – I just don't see how I'm going to be paying up for Hugo Lloris when I could save a grand, especially, like I said, if we want to try to get that lineup of – Jesus and Kanan, you're going to have to save every single dollar. And, you know, you could definitely – I think I think it's actually going to be doable. One of my lines will be with Kanan Jesus because I wanted to actually bring up another player. And he's had a very, very good past few games floor-wise. And I think he's a strong cash option is Aaron Moy. Um, yeah. He's been excellent as of late. Uh, great floor, you know. he And he does have actually a pretty – you know, his ceiling is still there. He did, I believe he takes – doesn't he take set pieces for them? Or is that um... – yeah, yeah, it's the Aaron Moy show. It's just kind of how, like, Swansea was with Sigurdsson. Uh, it's going to be Aaron Moy. He's going to be on the set. But, 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 I do say that Alex – I forgot, Alex Pritchard has taken over some dude. Yeah. So, Alex Pritchard has hurt. But, I mean, it's, when you look at Fandle, it's not about the set pieces like we're talking about with DraftKings. Mm-hmm. It's all about – um, the peripheral midfield stats. Yeah, he's going to be on some set pieces. Pritchard's going to be on some set pieces. But Aaron Moy, the box-to-box midfielder, perfect example of um, just a Fando play. And for 6.5K, he's got a spot. Yeah. And uh, for playing Son and Cash, for his price, I can see it. But, yeah, you look at his recent game log, he's had some 6, 6 point, 1 point, 8 point, 1 point 7, 5, 6, 3, um, it's kind of scary. You got to think, you just got to think, um, think about, um, what you're doing, what, where you're playing. You could always play. There's always, um, Gunwan or 
Woby or you get five x five hundred extra for like Stein or um, stuff like that. So yeah, he's a good play, but there's also other options you can be looking at, especially Mikatarian if he starts. If Mikatarian starts in that front three with Lacazette and Aubameyang again, like we saw this past weekend, he could be another excellent play. Um, at seven k, okay, I yeah, that's again, it's his price is pretty good at seven k. It's that it's that paid out midfielder that his once again he has a he had a pretty decent he's had a pretty decent floor this whole year. Um, you know, yeah, it, you know that eight point two five against Stoke. You know, he's had a pretty safe floor to where I mean, just this past week he threw up twenty on. You know, he didn't have a goal or an assist. So, it's, you know, he, yeah. he's definitely in play, I think, in both formats. And he might see yeah. some ownership because he is he will have more of an attacking-minded, uh, like, you know, he's more of an attacking-minded midfielder. And, I, I, once again, another player at, like, that 6.57K range to where I, I really do think you're going to see some Jesus and uh, Kane lineups this week. I really – like, he's another player that could just fit into that lineup of, you know, you're going to be able to pay – Paid slightly less at midfield, you're not going to be able to get the Kevin De Bruyne or Ericsons or Hazards, but you know these guys are still going to be able to hit value pretty well. I think. Yeah, yeah, I, I totally agree. It's going to be Kane. It's going to be the mega chalk. Then you're going to have Jesus, and then you're going to have Giroud. It's going to be a little totem pole. I can see Kane 45, Jesus 30, maybe 36, 37, Giroud 29. I mean, those are just estimates. That's kind of just like a totem pole. Kane, Jesus, then Giroud, or whoever starts for Chelsea. So those are going to be your chalk. And then in the midfield, um, for cash cash purposes, like your Ramsey, um, if Fabregas starts, um, Erickson, um, Hazard, eh, Hazard, mm, too much maybe, Willie and Shaka. So those are going to be your guys who are going to be your great floor plays. And then we've already talked about the value plays. And then – Son or Gunawan or someone, Son would be a little bit cheeky if you're trying to punt for a goal. But if you want to go safe, you could always play Diame, 7.5K, box-to-box midfielder, playing Tottenham. Great play. Um, Bernardo Silva, another play. Bernardo Silva is going to be someone like Son where, you're, you're, I mean, you're kind of hoping for a goal or goal involvement. Mkhitaryan, we've already talked about. So that second midfield spot is up for grabs. If you want to play a safer, I, I mean, I'm more of a safe guy, so I don't know what I'll end up with. But... Um, yeah, I mean, if you're going to go with Kane and Jesus, I'm still um, still deciding what I'm going to do. And even if I knew what I was going to do, I would not broadcast it. So everyone would uh, do the same thing. I always like variance around the contest. Yeah, so, I mean, well, definitely. I mean, right now, if I'm just looking at it, I'm looking at who scored projected lineups for um, yeah. Chelsea tomorrow. And they're saying that Alonso, Fabregas, Hazard, and Willian are all going to start. Um does it does, is Alonso even in play as a defender this week with all of the like I don't even know what is what is his price he's actually not Alonso's at six k is he like yeah for six k he is a play um I actually do like him for six k because I think he's gonna get if he starts he'll get his value um but yeah that's this is gonna warrant you to play this is, uh, Alonso I think is more of a GPP play. But um, I think if you play Alonzo, it's going to be something around the lines of Kane or Jesus or Kane dash Jesus along with the second forward of like Jamie Vardy. Um, but um, I'm looking at I use Fantasy Football Scout. I'm a highly rec- highly recommend it. I'm gonna do a little advertising. Highly recommend it to anyone who's interested in the EPL. Just look up um, FantasyFootballScout.co.uk. It is great. I use um, projected lineups on there. I'm a member, so I get exclusive. Um, 
data database. I can set my data tables for tackles, interceptions. So if you want to go dig deeper and um, kind of grind out the numbers, that's the way to do it. And that's how I um, find out my top defenders typically for tackles against certain oppositions and goalkeepers who I want to play. Um, so I'm looking at the lineups, projected lineups. So for Chelsea, I mean, they're definitely not always right. But for Chelsea, it's, he, they've got Courtois in goal, Christensen, Espinicleta, and Rudiger in the midfield, or in defense. Um, at wingbacks, they actually have Emerson and Zapacosta. And then in the attack, they have Hazard, Willian, and they have Arasa starting. Um, I can I see Giroud starting, but um, maybe Morata starts given the quick succession of games. So we'll see, but that's what they've got. They've got no Fabregas, no Alonso. So. Well, I mean, if Zapacosta does start at 4,500, I yeah, think he, it's he, he a, good play. a great, I mean, a great GPP play for sure because, you know, once again, it's just another player you can pay down to and get more and more salary in there to get the big guns because we got four big teams on this slate. You know, there's a lot of big guns on the table today and, you know, wherever you could find that value. And and if it is, you know, on defense and finding a 4,500 defender who is playing as more of an outside back, wing back, pushing forward, especially with the way Chelsea's going to play, they're going to own a lot of they're going to own a lot of possession. It's going to be ridiculously in favor of Chelsea. The way that they they usually play is, you know, Conte likes to hold that possession. He already does like to do that. And Huddersfield's going to give them all the possession in the world. So you never know. He may get in on the cross. You know that Giroud and Morata are great target men, striker. They're not, you know, the best, the best with the ball at their feet. But, you know, he could easily whip in across and get a header. And next thing you know, if you put Zapacosta with Giroud or Morata, whoever starts, you could end up getting, you know, a decent amount of points right off of that stack right there. That's definitely a GPP play. I definitely wouldn't recommend playing Zapacosta in cash. His floor, he may not even whip in a cross or anything like that, you know. So I definitely think that if Zapacosta starts, though, and at, at 4,500, it could be interesting. And what a – I mean, Benjamin Mendy is also 4,500 in – he might start, no? I mean, didn't he play last game? And, you know, yeah, I think Guardiola is rotating a little bit, right? Yeah. Um, it seems like it's going to be kind of a fringe fringe lineup to where, yeah, like I said, you can see Yaya on the, the midfield. You're going to see some Gunawan probably. You're going to see Gunawan, Yaya probably, Bernardo Silva in the attack. Sterling, one of Sterling or Sané sat on the bench. Mendy probably getting his first start since injury at left back. So, I mean, yeah, it's going to be a somewhat interesting lineup. You're going to see Phil Foden probably get in some of the action, which is um, – I mean, everyone loves to see that 18-year-old play. So, it's going to be really interesting. Um, I have a GPP, very, very, very contrarian idea um, that could be – I mean, obviously, boomer bust. But Kane or Jesus paired with Kielichi Iannaccio – um, 6.5K. If he gets, he's um, Lester is probably going to be playing up, lining up in a 4-4-1-1 with Ayanacho in that supporting role to Vardy. Uh, I mean, all it takes is a little Jamie Vardy shot, goalkeeper blocks it, rebound Ayanacho, he bangs it in, gets his goal for 6.5K, automatic value. Um, that means, let me go build a lineup real quick. I'm just going to clear all. So let's just say Kane, and let's just say. Nacho. Um, so then, let's say you, this is this is targeting. I mean, you could nail all the goals in the slate, or probably pretty close to all of them. If this strategy were to pay off, and then you pay like Hazard, 
Um, you could play, let's say, Hazard with can we fit in Erickson? Let's see. Let's just play around with it. Hazard, Erickson, and Son. Um, is that enough? No, that's not gonna be enough. Um, you could put Ali in for Erickson. Yeah, there you go. Um, so Kane, Ayanacho, Hazard, Ali, Son, and then two 4.5k defenders, and um, like Ben Hamer and goal. If you're gonna fade completely fade Arsenal, so if you're you're looking at the three highest odds to score for Tottenham. So if Tottenham smashes Newcastle 4-0, you're going to have that Tottenham exposure. I mean, you could get burned by having no Ericsson, but you're, you might get all the goal scorers. And then you're going to have Hazard. You could always go hazard William, and then bolster up um, Son. Um, but that's just that Chiellici, Iannaccio script that you never know. That's um, also that same, close to the same price. If you're doing multi, I do not recommend this if anyone's listening and doing single entry contests. This is primarily multi entry. I have Max entered the Wonder Strike, and this is what I have. I'll have a couple lineups like this, but if I were in a single entry contest, I wouldn't even think about this idea. Um, Glenn Murray, um, Glenn Murray, Steve Mounier, uh, Diabate, and Ayanacho. Those are your 7K and less strikers. So I might pick one, I might have four or five different lineups and just have. Same lineup, but one like each one of them, and just pray one of them gets a goal. And if they do, then the lineup's gonna absolutely smash it, most likely. So if you're a multi-entry player, I I um I think that's a viable idea for tomorrow. Yeah, most definitely. Um, yeah, I was looking at that too. I was looking at Ian Nacho at six. I mean, like you know, right? You said it perfectly. If he scores a goal and. He's going to be playing more of an advanced role. I think is Okazaki. He's questionable, right? I don't know if he's going to. Uh, what's held? I don't know if anything's on him. Um, so Ineacho would take his spot definitely if he finds a finds a goal. I think he, I'd rather play pay for him than a Munye or a, a Glenn Murray or something. You know? Yep, yep. Because Glenn Murray basically, I can the only way I can see him scoring is a penalty. Like, you know, that's yep. – and, and I, I, that's probably going to be uh, Pascal Gross if they get it anyway. Yeah, yeah, exactly. So, he might not even take it. So, um, I, I definitely don't think any of them are in play. If you're going to play – if you're going to punt on forward, there's only one forward to do that, I think, with – and that's Killian Inacho. Um, well, so, you know, through that, that's our – that's probably our forward uh, value play. Who's your top midfield play uh, that's under 7K – 7K and under, and you think that could easily smash their value tomorrow and we'll be able to get you. Like, who's your top under 7K player? Or 7K and under, I should say. Um, but 7K and under, I mean, you're looking at the likes of Mkhitaryan. Um, Jack Wilshere might come and apply. He's, his peripherals weren't great, but, um, yeah. I mean, John, um, Aaron Moy, John Joe Shelby. So I'm looking at probably – my top plays, McCarian, John Joe Shelby for cash. Those two guys, um, more of a GPP style slash cash, Yaya Torre. So, um, also, yes, yeah, probably just those guys, um, John Joe Shelby, Aaron Moy, McCarian. So, yeah, yeah I, I agree with those two. I think, um, I don't think back was going to start. Um, I mean, uh, is it Cueto? He he's actually had some really like weird games where he just randomly, you know, he's he's arguably one of the most like 
you know, he's got some flair for Brighton, and you never know. They could hit Man City on the counter, but I think that's a GPP play, just a random punt off. He's going to be low at home, but I don't – I probably won't play him at all because I'm not playing enough lineups. But if you're, if you're like, max entering, I think he's an interesting – because I don't know how Man City's going to come out, you know. And like I said, both of these teams are playing for nothing, basically. And, you know, the whole Yaya Torre, it's going to be an interesting game to look at. And I think there's going to be some spots to hit value in that Man City game. Um, but, yeah, I agree with most of your value plays in the midfield. What a, So, defender-wise, they still haven't uh, priced up Mavro. Is he back and played this week if he uh, ends up starting at 4K? Uh, yeah, I mean, they're not pricing him up. It's interesting. Um, I don't think they start. I'm going to get a fantasy football scout again, see projected lineups. Montreal, they have Montreal left back, Bellerin at right back, Chambers and Mustafi at both at center backs. I mean, those are respectable plays. So, mm-hmm. Yeah, I think um, I think that's yeah, that's probably gonna be how they line up tomorrow. Yeah, I don't, yeah, and who scored it at Mavro? But yeah, I definitely could see that considering they played over the weekend. They're probably gonna rotate those uh, center backs in, um, well, at least the left back. And I don't see Kalashnikov starting again. Um, but, yeah, so, I mean, it, if Zappa Costa does end up starting, though, I think he could be one of the top um, GPP defend, defenders to play. And I think Benjamin Mendy might not be bad. Benjamin Mendy's had some great um, point totals just coming off the bench. Uh, I'll be curious to see if he can throw up a full. Um, you know, earlier in the year, I think these were the games that he played back in September when he played a full game. He had 17, 19, and 19. So, I mean, if he throws up 17, at 4.5, you're hitting excellent value, and you're able to, once again, pay up. So I think Mendy and Zappacol – Mendy might be an interesting, like, cash option if he ends up starting. He's had some great games this year. What are your thoughts on Mendy? Uh, I do like Mendy. Um, I don't know. I see um, – I, I mean, I, I see your lineups, and you, you're more of a um, wingback type of um, player. So you like to select those wingbacks that are going to get some attacking profiles. I'm I'm more of a center back, um, kind of you know your floor type plays. They don't have a high ceiling. I, that's just kind of how I've always rolled. I ne- I hardly ever 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 get a goal from my defender. <laughs> yeah, I get a goal from my defender is just like God. I gotta. I'm going. I'm gonna get my car. I'm going to the gas station. I'm gonna buy me a lottery ticket because mm-hmm. that is just hosing. I mean that never happens. So. I'm looking at the likes of, um, I mean, you know, Arsenal's defenders are always fantastic. Center backs are always fantastic plays. Mustafi Chambers, excellent plays. Um, Tottenham playing Newcastle, that warrants Newcastle center backs. They're going to get a high uptick in clearances, blocks, tackles, um, trying to guard Kane. I, Tottenham always warrants the highest points towards those center backs. I mean, you see it um, week in, week out. Um, Leicester's defenders are always straight garbage unless you're looking at like an outside back. Like uh, we saw Ben Ayun last weekend uh, with an excellent, excellent, excellent floor. Foops had an excellent floor. Those outside backs do excellent. It seems like the center backs never do anything. It's like Bayern Munich on the Champions League slate. Yep. Just, you never get those points from center backs. You always want to go to the outside backs. So, yeah, Leicester, you're going to want to target the outside backs. Arsenal's center backs. Chelsea um, playing Huddersfield. The Huddersfield's got the big target man up top. Um so, yeah, you can see um, Chelsea's center backs. But I, I don't like Chelsea's um, formation for defenders unless you're going to play like a wing back like Apicosta or Emerson or Alonzo for GPP, um, like you were saying. And we've already just talked, discussed Newcastle and Tottenham, those defenders. Man City, Brighton, 
Man City just knocks the ball around. I mean, they just pass it, pass it, pass it. So you think um, the defenders are going to get a lot of peripheral statistics, but it's actually normally not the case. However, Brighton's are Brighton center backers are known for racking up peripherals in every single game they play. Mm-hmm. Buffy and Dunk. The, um, uh, yeah, so it looks like the, they're going to be getting some peripherals. But uh, like Bruno at 4K, I think he. He's a, he's a good play. Could be a trap at the same time, but he doesn't need much to get value. But for 4K, I mean, if you're if you're gonna if you fit in Bruno for 4K and he gets you 10 points, you're like dang, didn't even hit value. But that extra 500 allowed you to do it to make a change that like went, took your point total from like a player that had 15 to like 55, like that 500 difference. I mean, that's obviously gonna be big time for you. So you can never look at value. I mean. You got to look at what that extra 500 does to your lineup rather than just, did he hit value or not. So if that extra 500 does wonders to your lineup, then yeah, I could see you playing that. I could see anyone going to that 400 Bruno if he starts. But No, most definitely. Actually, I want to touch on that. Especially tomorrow's slate, there's a ton of forwards and midfielders that have very high ceilings tomorrow. Like, you know, Kane, Jesus to where – you may be that extra thousand short or something like that, and then you pay down from Bruno from a five K defender to Bruno, and you're next yep. thing you know you're able to fit in that that high ceiling play, whether it be Hazard yeah. or Jesus, and that extra thirty points that they get because they score two goals completely changes your lineup, and all you need is Bruno to hit ten fit ten points or something like that. It doesn't matter because you know there's no defender, not you know, and it it, it might happen. You never know, but there's no defender. You know, that's going to pull a natural, natural Montreal every week and throw up 50 points somehow. You know what I mean? Like, if you get 10 points out of a defender, it's not going to kill your lineup. If you get 10 points out of a forward, considering who's playing tomorrow, you're probably going to end up losing. Like, you know, you're not going to probably end up hitting really well, considering that there's Kane, Jesus, and, and Giroud, and Vardy, and both Arsenal strikers. If you're not getting 10 points out of your striker, you're probably going to end up getting screwed. And that's what happens when you'll pay down like, – you know, like if you're gonna pay for like a Dwight Gale or something, you you better start saving other uh, elsewhere because he's it's a, you're strictly punting at that point, and it's not worth if you're like only playing three or four entries, it's not worth playing a Dwight Gale or something like yep. that. Or Nacho, I, I I don't see a I mean unless unless you're playing that uh, I don't know I don't even enter the one dollar two dollar tournaments anymore. Yeah, they started off with those one dollar two dollar tournaments were pretty good prize contests, and it seems like they're just chipping it away every single week. So I just I jumped out of that. Yeah. Uh, yeah, 500 entries, 200 entries. Yeah, maybe the $1 you play in Ayanacho because you know that's going to separate you from the pack. So if you're if you're looking at that Wednesday equalizer $1, maybe that's where you play your Dwight Gale or your I mean this was $1, you lose a dollar whatever. It's it's worth the risk of uh what's the prize cost? Like top payout. 70 yeah, 75 bucks. Yeah, I mean I think it'd be worth the risk of playing if you're going to enter that small if you're gonna enter like a dollar or two dollars, maybe you go to very contrarian. But I mean, two hundred ninety-seven entries for the corner kick. You don't need to go that contrarian for that. Yeah, you could you could play the canes and uh, you know you could throw you could throw all the chalk you want in there if the chalk goes off. You know, yeah. yeah. Or I mean, if even if you wanted to do the twenty-five cent, I mean, two point three k entries. Yeah, I think that's where twenty-five cent. You you plug in Ayanacho. You I mean you somehow make it amazing lineup so i mean you could turn 25 cent to 50 dollars which is hell of a roi yeah i mean i i throw uh, i'll be honest with you, i'm playing 
I believe I'm playing five 25 cent games tomorrow because I I'm gonna play four Wonder Strikes and four 25 cents. I'm gonna throw all those in like you know together, and then I'm gonna have this random 25 cent lineup that you know throws up some you know I'm gonna throw some weird lineup in, and then I also have the two single entries that I'm gonna be playing in. Um, but yeah, so I mean, like like you said, you know, if if I randomly hit this 25 cent entry. The ROI I'm getting, even if I just fail in every other game mode, is still going to be there because, yes. you know, and I'm definitely going to throw the 25 cent games you get a little uh, fancy with because it's, it's only 25 cents, you know, and yeah. you can get a little fancy with it. And, and I, I like those contests too, you know, it's the, and the ownership is actually still because, you know, some people still play it. The ownership is actually sometimes comparable to the Wonder Strike too, which is pretty interesting. Yeah, that is interesting. Very. Uh, I think a lot of people, what they do is they, the people that max center the Wonder Strike, they go in, they max center that, they do like the same lineups or whatever. But um, I've never, I've never played that twenty-five cent contest. It's, I just think it's gonna be, it'd be a headache for me trying to put in lineups for it. I, I just haven't done it, but I think it's a good idea. But for me, I'm going the max center the Wonder Strike. I did the twelve dollars striker. I um did both entries for seven dollar and then i entered some cash i don't enter the two dollars um because uh my I, the company i provide for with easy dfs i just kind of let the, everyone take the two dollar um contest even though for cash i'll be playing a different line so i don't share so if, if any of my subs are listening to this you can definitely enter my cash contest but i'm in one 25 dollar and then the other ones are the tens and fives but for me the um Hopefully the best the best thing if you're approaching if you're a cash slash GPP style player like player like this, I mean you hit you hit your cash lineup and that means you kind of just need a little bit a little bit of luck with your wonder strike. You don't need to make your money back with a wonder strike to still break even if your cash does well. So that's that's how that's how I roll. Um, but if you're a GPP predominant type player. Um, kind of risky i did that earlier in the season you're gonna have your boom your bust days that's how gpp rolls um but if you're a cash only player i recommend for this slate maybe even going a couple cash lineups given the texture maybe do like half and half or something like yeah that. there's gonna be a lot of uh i think in cash you're gonna do you see a clear kane's gonna be your top guy to put in cash yep. and then you know, it's going to sprinkle in some other things, but yeah, you could definitely put a cash core in with Kane and maybe, I don't know who you would want to put in the midfield. Like we said, there's so much value in that midfield to where I think, you know, you put the core of Kane and, you know, the defenders, I think you put the core of Brighton and Newcastle defenders. I, I liked your, the Newcastle defenders tomorrow, like Lejeune and uh, Leca Sells. I think they're both very good cash options tomorrow, considering how yeah. Tottenham play. I think they're going to get so many peripherals tomorrow. I could see them having 15, 20 points easy uh, just on peripherals. And who knows, you know? You never know. Like yeah, we I said. Agree. <laughs> yeah. Totally yeah. agree with that. So, yeah, we basically covered it. We got your your four, your structure. Um, yeah, I mean, it's good to do a podcast because when you're talking about structure, it can be hard to do it in an article. You can, like when you're talking about playing up for this player, playing down for this player. This is what this happens. You can pay up for this guy. So I think it's good to talk about it in the podcast. Yeah. So we've got you covered with your top plays, your top cash options, some value plays in the forward, value plays in the midfield. Um, we sprinkled in who should be war- who should get a lot of points in the defense. Um, we talked about goalkeepers. So I think we've got your slate covered. 
Um, now that we've talked about, um, now that we've talked about that, let me get a roto wire real quick. Um, and I'm just gonna break down for you. I highly recommend um, using RotoWire. Um, yeah, they they seem like I I haven't paid for it, but they seem like they have an excellent tool, and it's very it's not that expensive too. It is not that expensive. I'm definitely gonna be looking into that next year, and football I, scout. I um, I'm not gonna just I'm not gonna just spray out their whole cheat sheet because um I'm a member, but um I'm just gonna kind of dabble in, give you some insight of what to expect if you become a member. Um, and I mean. It has like Manchester City's odds to win wire eighty seven percent, which uh, anyone in the world knows that's kind of high. Uh, but if you look at Arsenal's win percentage, it's forty eight percent. So I think everyone should keep that in mind. Arsenal's four plays in the midfield, I think, are top options. Think twice before you play a forward for Arsenal. Um, GPP maybe, yeah. Um, also, they have anytime goal scorer odds. You can find them from bet three sixty five dot com. So I'm gonna go. I can just read these out because you can always you can find it online. Um, also, the odds report are on bet365.com. So yeah, you can find every, all this online. But they they put it in a cheat sheet for you, which is very helpful. But um, so the odds for bet365.com. They have Harry Kane at 71.4% odds to score. Gabriel Jesus at 66.7. So those are your two chalk forwards just on goal odds. Then your third highest is Eden Hazard with 62. That's the only wow. player in 60s. Yeah, it's pretty surprising. <sighs> so you look at Eden Hazard's goal scoring odds are very, very high. So the, um, I think we touched on that on Sunday too. That like Hazard's yeah. like due for just uh, like his world class game that he has, and I, I could see it against Huddersfield. The ball's going to be at his feet a lot. Like we said, yeah. Chelsea's going to own a lot of possession. Huddersfield is the only team on the slate, really. But it is the only team battling for their life in the prem. So you know, the ball is going to be allotted at Hazard and Williams' feet. So I think Hazard could very well have a monster game. Yeah, but I would not. I would not. Um, I mean, he hasn't had the best of seasons, but yeah, I agree. I think he's, he think he's going to have a good game tomorrow. Oliver Giroud at fifty-five percent. Um, I mean, that's close to the 62, so it's right there. Um, Willian's um, down at 43, but when you're looking at Willian, he's, he's going to be your floor play. He's last two games he's played, he's created six chances in each, which is 18 points per peripherals just on chances created, not even talking tackles. He, that, he, um, those, normally when you create six chances, you're going to have an assist to one of those. So that's another 10 points, um, actually seven points on top of the three for the chance created. Um, Pedro, 43%. Deli Alley. So your Tottenham guys, Harry Kane, 71%. Deli Alley's at 43. Um, oh, Sun's at 54. So, or 55. Sun has 55% odds, which is right where Sterling is if Sterling starts, right where Aubameyang is. Um, so it's going to be your Kane, Jesus, Hazard. Those are your three heavy hitters for goal scoring odds. And then you got your Sun, your Giroud, um, your will or not your Willian, but your Son Drew, your Sterling, your Aubameyang, those guys. Um, but seems like Son's good bang for your bang for your buck for odds, goal scoring wise. But if he blanks, kind of you'll be kicking yourself. Um, yeah, those are your odds. And let me see for those. Yeah, that's about it. So you want to start talking about um, 
the slate on Sunday, the grand finale. Yeah, we can definitely touch on that a little bit for sure. I'm going to pull it up right now. I'm still on this other slate. And then we could do what we did last time to where um, we just kind of briefly discuss what we think about each game before prices. Because I think it's good to talk about what we think about before prices and after prices because you see our ideas and how the prices affect our ideas and how it aligns our structure. So I think it's, I mean, it's good to do this every week where we do two podcasts, but I think doing a podcast before and after is solid. Yes, for sure. Okay. I pulled the, I think I have it pulled up. Mm. Oh boy. Yeah, there we go. I got it. Yep. I do too. We're good. So a lot of games. Uh, We can just, Briefly, kind of just end on this. This is not going to be long. We can just kind of touch on it. But this is going to be the grand finale. Um, there's going to be 10 games all in one slate. Um, so it's looking like it's going to be a absolute madness, headache. Uh, ownerships are going to be low. You're going to have a million different ways you can approach the slate, which is going to have – I mean, you can have – I mean, yeah, you have your Sharks who enter – like, you know your guys who enter the cash contest. But, like, the $2 contest where um, – a lot of different people enter. You could just see cash lines of 150, then another one with 170, and another one with 140. I mean, you never know. There's so many different ways to approach it. So, I mean, just looking at this slate, when, whenever Fandle posts this slate, I mean, you're going to have a headache. You're going to have to physically move your finger on the schedule and scroll up and down to see all the games, which is something that's like NFL or hockey. You know, you never see that with soccer. So, uh, yeah, this is going to be tough. Tough for sure, a lot of fun. It's Mother's Day, so I don't know how many. I don't know how I'm, how I'm gonna watch all the games, but yeah, that's true. So that's true. I didn't even think about that. <laughs> so I think I'm just gonna have to make the lineup, send it out, and just not be able to watch the final day. So tomorrow is my probably gonna be the last day I watch it for the mm-hmm. year. But World Cup's right around the corner, and EPL will be starting up after World Cup, so it's just nonstop soccer, soccer out the ass. Yep, so, that's that's what it's all about. That's what it's all about. So, Burnley, Bournemouth, you know, that's a real barn burner there. Uh, <laughs> <laughs> yeah, it's going to be a lot of uh, Yeah, I don't – I probably won't see much value in that other, other than Bournemouth defenders. You know, Bournemouth defenders are fantastic. And Burnley warrants great peripheral statistics from defenders. So, I mean, that's going to be a good defensive game. Um, good good place to target your defenders. Um, yeah, Crystal Palace, West Brom – um, yeah, Zaha, if he starts up top, probably going to be another 10K option. But West Brom, you know, they're going down. Yeah, right. The, the, today they got they are officially are going down. Injury of the month, and two hours later he gets really good. Yep. So I don't see that often. Huddersfield Arsenal, Liverpool Brighton, Man United Watford. Liverpool Brighton's going to be interesting due to Champions League. So, um, I mean, if Liverpool secures that Champions League spot, uh, hold up. Wait a second. I think they actually have to beat Brighton, if I'm not mistaken. Yeah. They have to beat Brighton to get the Champions League. They either have to beat Brighton or they have to beat Real Madrid because, you know, if you win Champions League, you get back in. Yeah, never mind. They're going to play their guns. So, Liverpool, Brighton's going to be a game to target. Man United, Watford's going to be a game to target. Newcastle is going to be home to Chelsea. Southampton is going to be home to Man City. Southampton just secured their spot. Um, it's all but final. Um, so, Spurs home to Leicester is going to be a game to target. Swansea home to Stoke. Swansea's down. Stoke's down. 
Uh, our response is not confirmed down, but there's confirmed down. That's going to be an ugly game. West Ham, everything. So it's going to be looking like, you know, your Liverpool, your Man United, your Chelsea. The big gunners are obviously, as always, going to be your top. But um, yeah. I'm excited. what I'm most interested to see is how FanDuel approaches this with contests. I mean, they could throw in some big timers just because it's the grand finale. I mean, you could see the winner strike back to 2.3K. I've been DMing back and forth with FanDuel, and it's seeming like this – grand finale in my house is a big contest where you see the wonder strike have the top payout of 1k like it was earlier in the season you might see some extra different type of gpps but you're going to see some better contests for this 10 game slate so it's going to be really interesting it's going to be a good way to end the year yeah i, I definitely um think that tomorrow is going to have a big um you know a big it's going to be a big decider on sunday because both tottenham chelsea and liverpool are battling for that spot if both Chelsea and Tottenham win tomorrow, Liverpool are going to be all guns blazing on uh, Sunday, and they may be the team to just target. And you're, you're going to have to get fancy with your lineups for sure on Sunday with such a big slate. Um, you could try to sprinkle in all the goal scorers. You could try to just stack up on you know a certain team and hope that they just break the slate. Uh, there's yeah. definitely going to be some ways to attack the this this huge slate. But I think, you know, I don't know how I'm going to approach it. Yeah, like you said, I got to see how the prices are going to work out, how Liverpool is going to be. I mean, you know, I'm, I'm assuming Liverpool is going to be pretty priced up playing at home, playing a Brighton team that has nothing to play for, and Liverpool's got all to play for. Because I think, like you said, I think that they are um, – they they lost to Chelsea last week, and did they lose to them earlier in the year? I didn't I, – I can't think about it, but if they did – then yes, they would be losing the tiebreaker, I believe. Yeah. So, but you know, there is going to be the trick is, but I'm not, I'm I'm a fall for it like I always do. I'm gonna overthink the slate, but I mean overthinking it tends to lead to me grind out more numbers, which helps me in the moment multi entries because I find more players. But I think just this slate, I think you're gonna have to just kind of stick with it, an idea, go with it, don't overthink it. I mean, it's gonna be an absolute headache, but it's a headache for everybody. And everybody's going to miss out on some good plays, which is going to mean cash, like I said, it's going to be so fluctuated. So you're not going to see one player like you're 65% owned. I mean, I say that, and then you can see Salah 65% owned. Salah's the only one on this whole slate where I can see every gravitate towards him. Since it's a must-win game for Champions League. And, I mean, Harry Kane, that might bring Harry Kane. Because, I mean, if both of them are on that Champions League spot, it's going to be interesting to see how Harry yeah. Kane and Salah. I know they're two different. You know, Salah's a midfield and Harry Kane's a forward, but still, they're going to be priced up heavily. You know, you might see that Salah at 13K, you know, Kane. They may be a little bit cheaper considering how big this late is. They might try to, you know, tone down, but still, it's going to be two expensive guys right there who have always been high owned cash plays to where you might see them. You know, I, I could see Salah over 50% for sure. Considering he's playing Brighton at home, all everything on the line, but it, I, it, it's going to be interesting to see how, how like Harry Kane's uh, price is going to be, um, how Man City's going to be against Southampton, and um, I'm trying to think of an R possibly chalky team because I mean like how what 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 kind of team is Man United going to roll out against Watford? They got nothing to play for. Uh, I believe they're actually like they are secured. Yeah, Man United is secured at what spot they're in right now. So. You know, what, what kind of lineup is Mourinho going to throw out there? You know, it's, it's going to be 
I'm going to try to target the games that mean something or slash, like, it could be a total, like, goal fest to where I think, like, Liverpool could really score some goals, but they could also be, uh, you know, Brighton might be an interesting, you know, you, you see Liverpool sometimes, their their defense gets a little shaky at times, so you could throw an Izzy Cuerdo out there. But the thing is, if you throw a player like that out there and they only score one goal, it actually might not be enough to win anything because th- there's going to be it's going to be so hard to I think win this win a you know if you if you're max entering it's going to be a lot I think if you're not going to max enter you should almost just play like the single entries because there's going to be a lot of sharks out there and a lot of the sharks are going to throw random lines together and they're going to end up winning because there's going to be some random player that that scores a hat trick this you know or something like that like you know. Peter Crouch comes off the bench or something. No I'm kidding, <laughs> but like you know what I mean, like <laughs> yeah, some random. Yeah, and that's, that's how I'm gonna approach it. Uh, I'm one of the, I'm one of those guys that you'll see the lineups everywhere in the Wonder Strike. I, I mean, I'm max center it, and the uh, last few weeks I've had lots of success. So hopefully, hopefully you see me and Nick up there tomorrow in the Wonder Strike. Uh, about to take it down like we did last. Sunday, I believe, yeah, Sunday. Yep. And, um, I'm a max center. The crap out of that. Um, the final slate is going to be just a max enter fiesta, finding those leverage plays. So, so yeah. We'll see how it goes. And um, I think we covered just about everything. We'll be back. Possibly, don't quote us on it. We will try and get a podcast in for Sunday and um, for before, once prices are released. But if we're not able to, we wish everyone the best of luck tomorrow and on Sunday slate and everyone have a happy Mother's Day. Thank you for tuning in and it's been a pleasure. Yes, it's been a pleasure and definitely I hope to talk to you guys soon about the Sunday slate, but feel free to always message us, you know, add us on Twitter, both of our handles, you know, I'm I'm DFS Fish, just straight out DFS Fish. Yeah, I'm on there. So feel free to shoot us a message. Um, If you ever, if you make a lineup, um, you can quote it or you can just tag me and Nick, and we will both try to give our insight. But if it's around lock, I personally will not be answering any questions because I have to post my lineup to the provider provider page, and also I have to make about 40 different lineups myself. So I'm busy during that hour. But um, anytime before lineups, um, I should be yeah. on. Definitely on Saturday. Messages on yeah. Sunday, especially with Mother's Day too. It's going to be just – crazy yeah. on sunday so don't you know don't expect too much out of us yeah all righty well see you guys um thanks for tuning in